0: Hello, Eleanor here. And this is Jeffrey. Have you visited our website recently? It's unwellpodcast.com. I wanted to remind you that this is the hub that we use to collect all things unwell in one place. We have transcripts to every episode in case you want to read along or double check something you heard. There is info about our cast and crew. You can find information about how to support us on Patreon, and you can check out our merch store.
1: And you can find links to our advertisers. As an independently produced show, we rely on our listeners to help us succeed. Whether that is supporting us on Patreon or simply telling a friend about the show, your support makes all this possible. So, that website one more time, unwellpodcast.com.
2: Sorry to keep you waiting. So most of the test results have come back. The CD scans showed no abnormal growths, no signs of stroke, no excess fluid or physical trauma. Reflection coordination tests all look good. I think we can safely rule out Parkinson's and Creutzfeldt-Jakob. Skip that pesky brain biopsy. Blood tests and physical were normal. No signs of heart or liver disease. Some reduced lung capacity, but nothing out of the ordinary for someone who refuses to listen to a doctor about smoking. Kidneys good. No thyroid abnormalities. We'll have to wait on the genetic test, but other than that, based on these results and what you've told me about her behavior, all signs point to early onset Alzheimer's. So. The important thing is going to be care and observation. I want to start off with one of the milder drugs, galantamine, to try and slow down the progression we're seeing. We'll go with that for a few months, and if we need to move on to something stronger, we can. Diet, physical exercise, and mental stimulation are all going to be important as day-to-day care is imperative. However, based on these incidents, I believe she needs a full-time care provider, a family member or a nursing aide, something. Potentially, I can recommend some assisted living facilities in Julian or Lees Ferry that will allow her autonomy while still offering the necessary supervision. But um, I'm afraid that's where we are. Any questions?
3: No. I think that's everything I need to know. Thank you, Alicia. I appreciate the heads up.
2: Anything for the order.
4: Sorry to keep you waiting. That's okay. I like sitting around with my butt hanging out. Mom! so most of
2: your tests have come back the cd scans showed no abnormal growths no signs of stroke
1: and now this is what he is to us we have infected oh forgive me my dear that i must say such but it
4: Mom? Yes, Lily? You okay?
5: I'm fine. Okay. Do you want to fill that prescription on our way back or go in tomorrow?
4: Whatever works best. Okay.
5: Please don't smoke in my car.
4: Come on, Mom. Talk to me. What do you want me to say? Whatever. Whatever you're feeling. I told you. I'm fine. Bullshit. You're never fine. That's not what your father thought. (laughs) See?
5: Yes. That's you. Dirty, frustrating,
4: getting the last word in. That's you. Not... Not what, Lillian? Not this? Not some stupid, senile old woman who can't remember her daughter is 34, not 13. A ghost of who I used to be. Mom, you're still you. For how long? This isn't gonna get better, Lillian. This isn't going away. This is me now. No matter what I want, or you want, or anyone wants, this is me. You're right, Lily. I'm not fine. I'm scared. I am. Very, very scared. Well, I'm here. Don't. What? You don't have to pretend. You hate this place. That is not... Lillian. Okay, that is true, but... But nothing. You don't want to be here. I don't want to force you to stay. So you don't want me here. Of course I want you here. I've always wanted you here. Mom, come on. No, don't. I have always wanted you here. Always and always. It was your choice to stay away.
5: Like it was your choice to leave? Mom, I'm sorry. It's
4: fine. Mom. You're right, Lily. You're right. I deserve that. No. It's okay. Don't worry about me. I'll figure something out. Mom. Fuck.
5: Hi, Dad. Lily, how are you? Not great. How bad is it? It's what we thought. (sighs) Okay. The doctor... The doctor doesn't think she can be alone anymore. What did Dottie say? That she'll figure something out. But I know she can't afford anyone. You thinking of staying? Maybe. I just... She abandoned us for this place.
6: That's not true, Lillian.
5: But it is. Basically, this town, this house sucked her in. And now it's doing the same to me.
6: Your mother, Dottie, she was unhappy for a long time before she left. You might not remember that.
5: I remember.
6: We weren't going to make it, kiddo. She, we, were on our way out. The house just gave her a direction. Something new. Something she couldn't find here in Albany. That spark. And as insane as it seemed then, she found it. I mean, 20-some years later, she's still there, running a motel out of a haunted old house.
5: And if I don't want to be here in 20 years? Then
6: you don't have to be. Your mother made the choice that was right for her. You make the choice that is right for you. It's not good, it's not bad, it's just a choice. And you're allowed to change your mind if you need to. You're not stuck there, and you are not alone. Sin and I will support you, whatever you decide.
5: Thanks, Dad. Hey, I've got to go.
6: All right, uh, listen, if you want, I can ask around up here. See what kind of living facilities there are.
5: Is that okay with Mama C?
6: When I say I can ask around, I mean to say Sin is already Googling places.
5: <laughs> of course she is. Tell her thank you. I will. Love you both. Hey, I
7: take it the doctor's visit? Went exactly the way you think it did. I'm sorry. How can I help? Marisol, I can't ask... Don't you. get the wrong idea. I like you and all, but I'm not asking for you. Dot's my friend. My neighbor. One of my very few customers. I want to help her if I can. And I think you'll find a lot of people in town feel the same way. Like Chester Warren? No, he's an asshat. But there's... Russell Epstein, Sheriff Joshi, Maureen D'Souza. Dot has friends if she needs them. Thanks. That said, if you did decide to stay a little bit longer, that would definitely be a plus. Would it? Yeah. I mean, I'd get to show you the jukebox I'm building, and there's the hayride race between Julian and Mount Absalom. They always make me ride because I'm short, and it might actually be fun if I got to sit next to someone I liked instead of... You kissed me. Yes. You kissed me. Yes. You kissed me. (laughs) Is that all right? Yeah. Yes. It's just, I didn't come here for that. I don't want to complicate things for you and, oh God, oh God, we're in a graveyard. That's disrespectful. Isn't it like super disrespectful? Theodore doesn't
5: mind. Do you, Theodore? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> see, it's fine.
7: Are you sure? Yep. You know what I mean. I kissed you. Yeah, you did. I should go, but uh, I'll see you soon. Sure. Unless you decide not to stay, which is totally fine. And I
5: will see you soon.
7: Great. I mean... No. I mean, great. Bye.
5: Wow, Lily Harper kissing in the graveyard (laughs) again. (laughs) Bye Theodore, thanks for being my wingman. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Mom?
8: I thought if I was good enough I could help and everything would be alright, but I wasn't good enough and now she's going to take you away and it's all my fault. Wes, look at
4: me. This is not your fault. I just...
8: I just want everything to be okay. Why can't it be okay? Why can't I make it okay? Wes, you remember my motto? Never tell me what you're afraid of?
4: My other motto. (sighs)
8: Shit happens. So make like a dung beetle and roll with it.
4: That's the one. We are going to roll with this. We are going to make it okay.
8: You're just saying that because you're old and want me to feel better. When have
4: I ever said anything that made you feel better? I'm saying it because I'm Dorothy fucking Harper. And I have you. And I have my daughter. And together, the three of us can fuck this thing.
8: I'm not sure that came out the way- I take nothing back. Look,
4: you go on home. We'll start working this out tomorrow.
8: Okay. Um, do you need me to grab anything?
4: Condoms. Ugh, Dot! I just want you to be safe. I'm going. When two people find each other super foxy and rent a motel room! I can't hear you! You can come in now. Jesus, how do you do that? I've lived here for nearly 25 years, Lillian. I know every creak of every floorboard. How much of that did you hear? Enough. Déjà vu? What? You don't remember? When your father and I... When we told you about our... My decision to leave, to come here... You read pretty much from the same script you were sorry? You weren't good enough to stop it from happening? You'd try to be better?
5: And you said that we would figure it out, the three of us, and that you would see me soon because I was Lillian fucking Harper and I was the most important person in the universe.
4: You still are, Lily Bell.
5: Mom, I'm sorry about before. Don't worry about it. No, I... Seriously, don't worry
4: about it. Nothing you said is worse than what I've said to myself a thousand times. What do we do now? We figure it out. Like we're grown ups or something. <laughs> is that possible? You being a grown up? Might need to take a Candyland break or two, but I can adult when I need to. You think you can stick around for a bit? Yeah. Yeah? for a bit. Young Wesley will be pleased. His name is Wesley. That poor kid. Oh, it's worse than that. Wesley is his last name.
5: Do I want to know?
4: Theodore. Oh,
5: God. He never even had a chance, did he? Theodore Wesley, 1937 to 19...
3: I found this whole thicket of huckleberries out there. Am I late?
0: No, you're just in time. Grab the celery wine. Here we go.
3: Five, four, three, two...
0: The sun has officially set on another successful celery festival weekend. Cheers. I was thinking... Rather than do the Radish Fair in Blaine...
3: Rather than Radish?
0: We could head out to Delaware, to Burksville for the Cauliflower Cavalcade.
3: What about the Radishes?
0: All our Radish friends will be there next year, but I kind of... I think I want a new adventure. And cauliflower is it. (laughs) Say something, what do you think?
3: I think... I need to brush up on my cauliflower recipes. Yes! (laughs) I love you. And I love you.
7: More than radishes? And
3: I do love radishes. (sighs) Coyotes? I'll
0: get the wolf urine.
3: Hello? Hello? Hello?
0: Um, hello?
3: Who's there? Sorry to disturb you folks. I saw the smoke. I thought a fire might have broken out.
0: No, it's just us.
3: You know, there's no camping in these woods. (gasps) It isn't safe.
0: Are you at the Forest Service?
3: No. I just live nearby. Look, we were just in town for the Salary Festival, and the campground in Julian was so far, and the boarding house was booked- Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to report you.
0: Phew. <laughs> but
3: you should be careful. People go missing in these woods all the time. Oh, and be sure to police your fire there. You don't want to be like the woodcutter in the woods. I'm sorry? The woodcutter in the woods? Do you not know that story? No. Well, there was this woodcutter, see? And every day, he'd go into the woods to cut away branches to sell back in the village as firewood. The woods back then were fast, and it was easy to get lost. So as he went around cutting the low branches, he'd always leave one pointing in the direction he'd come from. That way, he could find his way back. One day, his daughter wandered into the woods and got lost. He searched for days, going deeper and deeper into the forest, further than he'd ever caught. But there was no sign of her. (laughs) Finally, as the man sat under a tree and cried, an old gray wolf took pity on him. The wolf told the woodcutter how the wood hated him for slashing and mangling its branches day after day, year after year, cutting, chopping, and hacking at the flesh of the trees with an axe. And so, as punishment, the wood had taken his daughter. The woodcutter pleaded with the old wolf. He would do anything to save his child. The wolf told him that if he gave himself up to the forest, if he took her place, the wood promised to return his daughter and that she would be safe ever after under its branches. The woodcutter agreed, and the next morning the little girl wandered out of the forest, following the path of lonely branches her father had created. The woodcutter was never seen again, though on certain nights, as she walked safely through the woods, the little girl was sure she heard her father's voice crying out as the wood took its revenge, as he fulfilled his promise.
7: Okay.
3: The point is, places like this, old places, they have a long memory. The wood remembers. And these woods, more than anything else, these woods remember fire.
4: What? What is going on?
3: The fire extinguisher.
4: It's not working.
3: Sorry about this. I truly am, but obligations have been neglected, duties forgotten. They need to be reminded. What, what are you talking about, Abaddon?
2: Malak? What is that? This
3: isn't happening.
0: Oh my God! This
3: isn't happening. This isn't happening. Woods. Wolves and woodcutters, we three, blessed be.
0: Please, please. In
3: this hale and verdant wood, we have everything we need.
8: John the Revelator, tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator, tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator wrote the book of the seven seals. You know, God walked down in the cool of the day and called Adam by his name. And he refused to answer, because he's naked and ashamed who's that writing john the revelator who's that writing john the revelator tell me who's that writing john the revelator wrote the book of the seven seals this episode features Shariba
4: Rivers as Lily Marsha Harmon as Dot Michael Tarantino as Wes Priya
7: Mohanty as Dr. Alicia Laramie
1: Pat King mm-hmm. as Chester
7: Amelia Bethel as Marisol Jillian Leff as Celine
3: Christopher Wilson as Tony Mark Soloff as <laughs> Sebastian Orr as
0: Ellie Maitland as
1: Written by Jim McDaniel Sound design by Ryan Sheely, directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner, music composed by Stephen Payne.
0: recording engineer Mel Ruder,
3: Unwell lead sound designer Ryan Sheely,
0: executive producers Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner.
1: By Heartlife NFP. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land.
0: Unwell takes place in Southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. And a special thanks to our supporting producers Caitlin White, Bill Gardner, Steve Diamond, James Battle, and Anton
8: S. You know, Christ came on Easter morning. Mary Margaret was down to see. Go tell my disciples to meet me in Galilee. Tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing? John the Revelator wrote the book of the seven seals. Hey, who's that writing? John the Revelator. Tell me who's that writing, John the Revelator? Tell me who's that writing, John the Revelator? Wrote the book of the seven seals. Hey, who's that writing, John the Revelator? Tell me who's that writing, John the Revelator? Tell me who's that writing, John the Revelator? Wrote the book of the Seven Seals.
6: The Fenwood House was rebuilt
1: after the original Lyle homestead, along with most of the town, burned down in the fire of 1896. To this day, no one knows how the fire started.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
6: Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um...
0: They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey,
3: Kate, what are you writing? Ah!
1: New text post on Thursday, May
0: 21st. Title. Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom. Who wants to read my 5,000 word essay, Garrett last name, Secret Werewolf. I'm Kate, by the way. They kiss? I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way, I met you. Me and Day You, a new
6: story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.